years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Yeah, pull yourself up a seat there, Bob. Hey. Go ahead, get the headphones on and have a seat. Let's uh, let's do this. What are we doing today? What do we got here? Ready? Uh, yeah. Go. Hi. Hi. I locked myself out. <laughs> what? You know how we have to have like our key card to let us in? Yeah. I went to the bathroom and... Oh, no. You didn't have your wallet on you with your key card in it? I set my wallet down on the desk. Oh, no. So I was just knocking on doors. Well, there's nobody here really yeah. in the morning. I think, you know... Was the DV morning show producer? Yeah, he he eventually. All right, came in. He was, saved you, huh? Yeah, I was. Do you have your phone on you? Why don't you just text no, me? No, I said everything on my desk. Oh no, down down in our little office. I always get worried about that because we have the uh, you know swipe cards to get into the building and into you know the the floor that the station's on. So basically, we have to go through two swipey things, like downstairs in the parking lot to get in the building. That's swipey thing number one. And then swipey key card thing number two is when you get to the floor to get in. Wow. Locked yourself out. Yeah, huh? so that's my how long? How long were you out there yeah, for? Like 10 minutes probably. Oh, well, not bad. That's healthy. I figured yelling someone, like a maniac, right? Somebody would show up, right? There's barely anybody here, though. I know. I'm like, oh, DV people showing up today? No? All right. Uh, I think uh, the DV morning show. Now Val's here. Val from the DV morning show. I she's she's usually here pretty early. I'm pretty sure Randy and Bill though maybe uh, they start popping up. You know, a little later in the hour. Uh, yeah, later yeah. in the hour. Eventually, somebody would have found you though, Bob. Outside alone. Uh, what do we got on the show today? Do we have a quick rundown of uh, different stories on the show today. Let me give a quick rundown. I'll I'll just go through. We there's no way we're covering all these, right? No, no. All right, let me just give you the uh, the bullet points, right? Florida underwear driver, 150 pounds of stolen waffle mix. Mm-hmm. Ohio body bag was a sex doll. Mm-hmm. Florida fish eye exposing himself. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. what is that? Uh, Florida fish eye exposing himself. The man has eyes that go in different directions, so I, it reminded me of, like, fish eyes. Like, oh, okay. He definitely isn't seeing anything in front of him. So there was a guy down in Florida with wonky eyes who was exposing himself. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this Florida granny story, a lot of people have been sending us this story. Is this the A material on the show today? Is this the gold from the uh, show today, this Florida granny? What happened with her? What's this situation? Uh, there's a naked guy around, okay. and uh, granny scares him off, I guess. You know, I don't want to give away too much. Oh, is there a spoiler alert to this? Yeah, yeah, there's a way Granny scares Whoa, them all. Oh, okay. All right, that's a tease right there. Okay, coming up in the show, naked man down in Florida gets naked in front of Granny. Granny scares off the naked man. Stick around and find out what she did. Uh, let's get right into it. Let's go down to Florida for a Florida story. Here we go. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes! It happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh... Delete your Facebook account, right? I mean, just Facebook is pure hell. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg is Satan. Yeah. It's probably about time to just delete your Facebook altogether, mm-hmm. right? It is just, Does anything good happen on Facebook other than you sharing uh, pictures uh, of your family, right? But that, just text them to your family members, okay? Just people fighting with uh, each other? You need to keep in touch with people from high school? You don't even want to mess with those people, right? You don't, you don't need those people in your life. Facebook is awful. Let's get down to Florida uh, and see what Facebook has caused down in the state of Florida. Always weird things happening down there. Tonight, a Facebook fight over politics leads to a social media showdown in South Tampa. It went from online to in person in a matter of minutes, wow. and one guy ended up with bullets in his backside. There you go. Uh, you know how a lot of people get fired up uh on facebook whether they're real people or uh russian trolls right and a lot of political arguments just about uh with any facebook post it will turn into a political argument somebody got shot in the ass over it down in florida the feud on facebook caught on camera a bird's eye view from a neighbor nearby everyone thought they were hearing firecrackers they never expected the noise outside would be two buddies battling over facebook that ain't firecrackers that is a man losing some butt cheek meat i was just thinking it had to be fireworks i mean yeah you never know down in florida right in florida do you need a reason for fireworks i mean no never out of of homemade fireworks out of any state Bottle rockets. Out of any state. Sure, anytime. Do you need a reason for fireworks in Florida? No. One neighbor shielded his face but shared his story, telling us he thought people were celebrating something outside Tuesday night. I mean, it's Florida. Can you just celebrate Florida? It doesn't matter. Just a, a Tuesday. Let's go. Around 830. I actually looked down on my phone. Am I missing some holiday or something? It's always a holiday down in Florida. <laughs> Am I missing a holiday? You know, sometimes the holiday is just, I drank too much and I have fireworks, so I'm going to shoot them off. What he heard was a heated Facebook fight that ended up here at this house. When police say this man, Brian Sebring, got so mad after arguing online with his buddy, he got his Glock, police tell us, got in his car. I'm coming over. And it went from online to off the rails. Detectives tell us the shooter showed up and honked his horn. Seconds later, police say Sebring shot his buddy in the backside, sending him to the hospital and the shooter to jail. I mean, there is nothing on Facebook worth losing an ass cheek over. Like my man lost ass meat over a Facebook fight. You you think you're just casually arguing politics with a friend or family member, and next thing you know, your butt cheek now has a divot in it. (laughs) So think the next time You get on Facebook and start arguing politics and think, do I really want to lose a butt cheek? Le'Veon Bell is going to be back with the Steelers this year, it appears. Jeremy Fowler from ESPN breaking the news last night. Le'Veon Bell expects to report to the Steelers during the week seven bye. Uh, He was told he definitely plans to play football for the Steelers uh, this year. Uh, Adam Schefter from ESPN uh, tweeting, Pittsburgh is still expected to be interested in listening to trade offers for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he is now planning to report later this month and would not dissuade the Steelers from making a deal that made sense. 
Adam Schefter also saying the Steelers could definitely use Le'Veon Bell because if you take out week one versus the Browns, the Steelers rank last in the NFL in rushing yards per game at 43 and rush uh, yards per rush at 2.8 since week two. Their 19 rushing yards uh, this past game yeah. were the fewest in a game for the Steelers since 1970. They could definitely use Le'Veon Bell. Uh, yes. And, like, James Conner's fine. He's good, right? Uh, you sure? Yeah. But yeah. He's not Le'Veon Bell, though. There's not that threat with James Conner like there is with Le'Veon Bell. Like, defenses this year aren't planning around James Conner like they had to plan around uh, Le'Veon Bell. So Le'Veon Bell uh, talked with ESPN. He said he's in prime physical condition and could play football tomorrow if he needed. He added he'll be fully committed to playing uh, for the Steelers upon his return. He said it sucks to, uh, It sucks having to sit out football. I want to play. I want to win games in the playoffs, but I've got to take this stand. Knowing my worth and knowing I can tear a ligament or uh, get surgery at any time, I knew I couldn't play 16 games with 400 or more touches. Sitting out the entire season was never an option, he said. He wanted to, uh, to remind others what he can do with or without the ball, and he said, I've got to show people now. He said he still wants to retire a Steeler despite everything that happens. He said he believes the team will renegotiate with him. Uh, Le'Veon Bell saying, I don't think the Steelers really want me gone. Uh, That could be me being prideful, but I'm still holding out hope. The reason, of course, he's sitting out is uh, he turned down the $70 million offer from the Steelers over the summer with only uh, $17 million guaranteed. Then he saw Todd Gurley and David Johnson, two other running backs, get $31 million and $45 million guaranteed. So uh, Bell basically called the Steelers $70 million monopoly money. That's what we've been saying since day one with this. Yes. Because people were just like, they offered him $70 million. No, they didn't because it's not guaranteed. So they offered him $17 million when Gurley and Johnson were getting 31 and 45 More Le'Veon Bell. He said he knows he's taken a PR hit. Uh, He said, it's been costing me fans. A lot of people call me selfish, but I'm really not. I'm doing it for guys behind me, for guys who don't understand what's going on in the business side of football. I don't think the Steelers valued me as much. I've got a good relationship with the players on the team. They probably think I backdoored them, but I think they understand the decision. At the end of the day, they said what they said in the media. I'm not really too upset about it. It was a little disappointing, but I understand their side. When I talk to them, I hope they get that side of it. Uh, the Steelers locker room, I believe, would welcome Le'Veon Bell back with open arms right now because I think a lot of those guys just want to win, and they realize their best chance to win this year is with Le'Veon Bell as their starting uh, running back. Is Le'Veon in his best spot like to get a contract at this point? I mean, it's Listen, almost like he played this perfectly things worked, and things fell into place. Things worked out perfectly for Le'Veon Bell. Perfectly. Because the Steelers... I would say, you know, I they're one, two, and one. I mean, obviously the defense is a problem. The defense but, is definitely a problem. But the offense has, has 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 had its moments, but a lot of things you can look at the offense and saying like, oh, you know, well, Ben is having to pass fifty times a game where he wouldn't be if Le'Veon Bell was a running back. And then you look at the stats and you're just like, well, I mean, you take out that week one maybe versus the Browns, which was a pretty good rushing game, but, yeah. you know, that was the weird, you know, rainy game in Cleveland, and the the running game has just completely sucked. So this worked out perfectly for Le'Veon Bell. Plus, uh, when he comes back, he is still going to make, I mean, what is it, $9.5 million, I believe, if mm-hmm. he comes back after the bye week? He's still basically the highest paid running back in the NFL, and yeah. he's only going to have to play like half a season. So he saved his body. Now, whether he gets hurt or not, 
That remains to be seen, but from what Le'Veon's saying, it's going to be full go when he comes back with the Steelers or if he gets traded to another team because I think now more teams would consider trading for half a season for Le'Veon Bell knowing that he's going to be committed to playing uh, this year. Uh, Le'Veon also told ESPN he thinks the Jets, 49ers, Colts, Browns, and Eagles would be uh, among teams interested if he became a free agent. He said, I know the guaranteed money will be there in the offseason. If a team wanted to, they could definitely do what they needed to do to make me happy and satisfied. So the big headline is Le'Veon Bell tells ESPN uh, the bye week, week seven, week eight, that's when he will return back to the Steelers. Steelers uh, taking on the Atlanta Falcons Sunday, 1 p.m. at Heinz Field. They are in last place, tied with the Browns in the AFC North, 1-2-1. Mm. One, one. We will have Steelers-Falcons tickets for you Friday morning on our show around 9.30. 961. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Jamie tweets here, I accidentally connected to my Bluetooth light bulb in my bedroom, so my sleeping fiancé got woke up by Bob screaming Doppler nipples. Nice. The proper wake up. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. <laughs> Uh, let's get down to uh, Ohio or over to Ohio. It's time for uh, in a quick check-in with the state of Ohio. Let's see what's going on here. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. The wonderful state of Ohio has made the show again. Right. Uh, real quick here. Let's just uh, tickle this story real quick here. Just want to get this one real quick and then we're done. Police oh. in Cincinnati were called to a park for reports of a dead body. Oh. Well, they got there and found what turned out to be a sex doll. There we go. Officers <laughs> say the doll was wrapped in a garbage bag. Police go. pulled the body out of the bag. There we go. Hopefully with gloves. There we go. And that's when they discovered it was a life-size female sex doll. All right. Well, uh, it's good that it wasn't a dead body that they had to pull out of this uh, river in Cincinnati. It was uh, an adult love love doll. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which you're thinking, how does that end up in uh, in a trash bag in a river? Well, put yourself in the mind of somebody who owns an adult love doll. And just think, when you're done with that doll, you when you've just, just put, had enough, when you've had it for years... Put that in the trash can. No, nope. <laughs> can't set it out at the curb. Nope. You can't even put that in a trash can and put it in your regular bag. Because if the trash guy goes to, like, like if it falls out of the, you know, out well, of the your tra- trash can or something like that and tumbles out, like, oh, God. He's going to see it. He's going to feel that awkward way and be like, oh, my gosh, is there a body in here? You can't hey. even put it in like one of those big like uh, contractor bags. All right, listen. Here's what here's uh-huh. what here's what probably should happen. You know how some places have those big boxes that where you can donate clothes or yeah, big boxes yeah. to where like you recycle your paper or cardboard or something like that. There just needs to be a big <laughs> a big pink box for discarded sex dolls now. Ohio making the show once again. Uh, tweet here from Megan. Does the Cincinnati sex doll story count as a naked person story? Uh, I would say technically no. No, no. And you don't have to worry about the naked person streak on the show in Jeopardy because we do have a story coming up from Florida where a uh, Florida granny scared off a naked man. Bob said in a very interesting way. So we'll find out a real naked story uh, coming up, which uh, what's the naked streak at right now? Because we like to keep track of how many naked uh, stories in a row we do. What are we at here on the uh, show? Uh, if we count today. Yeah, uh, if today we will have a naked story today coming up. It'll be six. All right. We're on a little we're mm-hmm. on a little move here. We're mm-hmm. on a little move here. 
Uh, there was a gubernatorial debate last night. The only one that will be in Pennsylvania, Wolf and Wagner, uh, faced off. I have no idea what they said. I know that Alex Trebek from Jeopardy uh, moderated, though. I mean, how do you pull a Trebek out? I don't know. I mean, he's in Pennsylvania. They probably just asked him. They're just like, listen, there's going to be one uh, debate here for governor. Listen, we can Wolf get, and Wagner. We can one get of any them. news person. One of them. No. Trebek. And they pulled Trebek. Maybe Trebek asked for it. Maybe Trebek wanted to do it. I don't know. I mean, I'm good with it. Like, we've had this debate on the show before how easy Alex Trebek's job is. And also Pat Sajak and Vanna White from Wheel of Fortune. And we have come to the conclusion that one of the greatest jobs in the world is Vanna White on Wheel of Fortune. Because she doesn't even have to turn the letters over on the puzzle anymore. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, back in the day, Wheel of Fortune, she had to turn the letters. Now it's all digital. Now she just presses the letters. Alex Trebek, though, I believe, comes up with a lot of the questions and answers on Jeopardy. So he's got some real work. Like, he's pretty smart dude. Like, I, don't, I, I think Vanna comes up with some puzzles, too. I think her and Pat are on, like, the puzzle planning committee, I think. <laughs> but still, I mean, what a pretty easy job that is, right? I'm I mean, not pu- like Pat Sajak's got a hard job either, but... I'm a puzzle planner. That's my job. All right, let's get to uh, today in Freak Show history. We take you back uh, from a special moment in the show. Today in Freak Show history brought to us by Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome to Moe's. Here we go. Today in in Freak freak Show show history. Today in Freak Show history, we take you back a few years. Just a quick call that we got from uh, a lady who was listening to the uh, show. She called us when she was uh, coming home from the bar. Late night at the bar, wild night, Mm -hmm. still feeling a little tipsy. Mm -hmm. Call your friends, Mike and Bob. Hey, what's up with you guys? Hey. I love you guys to death. Oh, we love you too. Thank you. I just got in from the bar, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm sitting (laughs) here watching my electronic fish tank, (laughs) listening to you guys talk about cats. Talking about cats? <laughs> I'm like, can you get any more Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> what? How, about, how, much did you have, how much did you have to drink? I don't mean. Yeah. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Five shots, six beers. Oh, wow. That's healthy right mm-hmm. there. That was that was all night, though. And how's the electric fish tank looking right now? Good. Pretty light. Ocean view. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are awesome, for uh, real, for real. You're beautiful. We have a good time. Yeah, well, I'm down here in this boring town, Trenum, you know. Uh, you got to make your own fun in Trenum, you know? That's why I went to the bar. It's probably why it's the morning and you're drunk staring at an electric fish tank, right? <laughs> yeah, right. F-U-N, fun! Uh-huh. <laughs> you got it, dude. I got to take care of me. You do you. Mm-hmm. So you guys have a good one. I love you. Well, we love you, too, and Absolutely. feel free to, uh, you know, call us anytime you're lonely in Tarentum and staring at the electric fish tank. Okay, great. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
Now, uh, this guy's been calling our show for years. He loves Pittsburgh. He loves the Steelers, Penguins, Pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he absolutely loves Halloween. It's his favorite time of the year. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is the crazy Italian guy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Wow! Whoa! What do you say, bro? What do you say? Uh, I think the city needs you right now to get us all back on track. Cause I, I, I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of people who are done. People are doubting it, man. Okay, when I saw you last week downtown, me and you were in a parking lot downtown, and you showed me specifically how the D-backs need to look for the ball and turn their head around, and then our secondary's fixed. Not that dude, They can come work out with me and get their heads on a swivel. It's going to be okay, dude. Don't go into panic mode for champions. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me do this first. How about that ball go, big bad? Wow. How about that pass, dude? <laughs> It is Halloween month. Spooky season is here. I can't be too that. It's Halloween time. It's the greatest time of year, bro. It's October. The Steelers going to win. We're going to go beat Atlanta, Dad, because it's October now, bro, okay? You know we're coming, Mikey, okay? The new Halloween, Mikey, okay, bro? I know. You're pumped for that, right? You, you got to come see it. We got to see it. Big man, you got to get your beers at, bro. I know you ain't into it. You got to come see new Michael Myers, bro. I'm scared of spooky things, man. Big back. If you get scared, you sit by me, Bab. I'll get you through it, Bab, okay? <laughs> I would go if it was with you. Bicep. If you feel too scared, you're not going to feel scared anymore. You know what I'm saying, Big Bab? You're going to have to sit in the middle of us if we ever go to the movies together so me and Bob can each have a bicep to cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even understand, bro. I'm ready for everything. The stars are going to be okay, bro. Everything is going to be okay. There he is. Crazy Italian guy. Everything is going to be okay from here out. <laughs> I just love hearing from that guy. He just makes you feel better about uh, about everything. Right now, it is time to go down to Florida for another Florida story. Always weird things, it seems, happening down in Florida. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. It happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Florida is uh, basically the show producer. There's always weird crap happening down in the state of Florida. This one having to do with a granny and a naked man. Well, hold on. Since it's a naked story, i got to play this, too. Why not? (laughs) It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bad. All right. We got a naked story. We got a Florida story. There's a granny involved. Grandmother opened her blinds expecting to see her cat on the back porch. Granny. 
is just looking for the meow, kitty. Meow, meow. Granny opens the blinds, is looking for her kitty. Instead, she saw a man there without a stitch of clothing. Granny's looking for a cat and got a naked man instead. 28-year-old Axel Rivera was wearing a two-piece jail outfit and a pair of flip-flops when he saw a judge this afternoon. Okay. That's three more items than Titusville police say Rivera was wearing when he was discovered on Penelope Pedersen's screen porch this morning. Hey, right, where are you going to hear? Penelope. I mean, listen, there's no more Penelopes, right? Granny Pe- Penelope. Penelope is, that's got to be top 10 granny name yeah, of all time, yeah. right? Top 10 granny name. Like, nobody's Penelope mm-hmm. anymore, right? There's no Penelopes now, right? Penelopes are done, I think. Just I think we have phased out Penelope. Just looking for a cat. But there's one, yes, looking for a cat down in Florida. She opens the blinds. There's a naked guy there. I think we're about to hear from Penelope. I always look first. I open the blinds. I say, oh, hell, that's not my cat. Oh, hell, that's not my cat. It's a naked by, man. By the way, is Granny using power tools in this interview? Because <laughs> I think is. I hear like a drill or something in the yeah, background. Somebody is. Open the blinds. Say, well, hell, that's not my cat. Pedersen, who once worked in security and law enforcement, decided she'd give the intruder a fright. Okay, all right. So Granny uh, previously has worked in security and law enforcement. So she is about to counter the naked man. Yes. Who is just standing outside of her home. She, w- she goes to look for her cat and instead gets a naked guy. Grandma, no teeth. Da- Hold on. Did she say, damn it, no teeth? No. Or did she say, grandma, no teeth? Gr- grandma, no teeth. Okay. Grandma, no teeth. Oh, so hold on. That was her counterattack to a naked man? Grandma, no teeth. Grandma, no teeth? Grandma, no teeth. So this lady, what, t- took her dentures out? She pops her dentures out and yells at the naked guy, Grandma, no teeth. Grandma, no teeth. (laughs) Grandma, no teeth. (laughs) Could you imagine being a naked guy outside of a granny's house? (laughs) She opens the blind looking for the kitty cat. And you're standing there naked for whatever reason. I don't know if you're drunk, you're high, something. You're naked outside of granny's house, right? And Granny counters by <laughs> pulling her teeth out and just going, Grandma, no teeth. Grandma, no teeth. Like, she wins. You have to then just leave the premises. <laughs> Granny has faced you as a naked person. Pop the teeth off. One-on-one, and she wins that battle. Grandma, no teeth. Grandma, no teeth. Right now, Rivera is charged with one count of exposing himself and one count of burglary. For her part... Patterson told me she was never frightened by the suspect. I mean, hold on. Does Granny sound like she's afraid? Grandma, no teeth. Grandma, no teeth. All right, we'll hear one more time from Penelope. See what she has to say. He was just a dumbass. He's just a dumbass. He's just a dumbass. He's just a dumbass. Grandma, no teeth. Grandma, no teeth. Grandma, no teeth. What an attack right there. So he gets arrested, uh, gets charged with a couple things because he was scared off naked. By Grandma No Teeth. Grandma No Teeth. Florida <laughs> making the show once again. 961 Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Jess tweets us here. There's a pretty good chance Mikey and Bob are on the FBI's watch list solely because of their questionable Google search history. I agree with that 100%. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Uh, you ready to get educational? Or how are we feeling about that? Uh, yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, get a little animal education um, on the uh, show. Never hurts. 
Uh, we always like to uh, learn. We like to learn. We like to have fun, but yes, we also like to learn on the show. Let's go to Washington for this next story. We're going to learn about uh, mountain goats, okay? Mm-hmm. Olympic National Park is where this is happening. This is in uh, Washington. Uh, they are having to remove at this national park a ballooning mountain goat population. Uh, the mountain goats are not a native species in the park, but were introduced in the park in the 1920s. And since then, they have reproduced. And there's now about 700 mountain goats mm. in this Olympic National Park in Washington. Uh, now... Humans, of course, are camping in the area. It's a national park. There's a lot of humans that take, you know, walks and hike through the national park and right, camp right, there. Yeah. Uh, and humans are routinely relieving themselves on the various different uh, hiking trails and everything. And the mountain goats have developed an insatiable thirst for urine. <laughs> I mean, it's become a real problem. Uh, park authorities have started tagging, blindfolding, and airlifting the goats to nearby forests via helicopter. Okay, hold on. In the United States of America, there is currently a whole effort underway where park officials are capturing mountain goats, yeah, blindfolding them, uh-huh, airlifting them out of a national park via helicopter. Why? Because they want human urine so bad. They have developed an insatiable taste for human urine. Just stalking people, waiting for them to use the bathroom. Uh, mountain goats can be a nuisance along the trails and around campsites where they seek salt and minerals from human urine. They often paw and dig at areas around the ground where hikers have urinated or disposed of cooking wastewater. Goats, uh, mountain goats that paw and dig at the earth have posed a detriment to the environment. Yeah, you don't want a bunch of goats uh-uh. pawing and digging to, no. to screw up the landscape and the environment and everything. So, uh, nice, nice walking trail. Yeah, they realize this is a problem that about 700 mountain goats have developed a strong appetite for human urine. Next thing you know, there's 100 goats out there with a hankering for urine. Goats are just looking at all these people and start, <laughs> start licking their tongue, just waiting for the, the water fountain to turn on, <laughs> waiting for the garden hose to go. So now just imagine, just imagine a blindfolded goat being airlifted out of a national park. Imagine camping at this park thinking, oh gosh, wow, they're airlifting a goat. Imagine seeing a flying blindfolded goat. Oh gosh, he must be hurt. Nope, just really loves human urine. That's it. Just set to R. Kelly, I believe I can fly. No, let's not let's not set it to R. Kelly when we're talking about the insatiable thirst for human urine. Speaking of goats. Who's ready for an educational adventure in nature? Some wild animals decided to make sweet love Uh and share their beautiful song with the world. It's time for animal mating noises with Mikey and Bob. Uh, This is goat mating. I believe that's also what a goat sounds like when they get excited when when it finally finds human urine to laugh up. (laughs) 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 
Uh, All right, no, that's a goat. That's a goat like licking a little with the tongue. I like, mean, middle of the night, you're just <laughs> out, out there camping. That's right. what you hear. Say somebody went on a tree and a goat sniffs it out, right? Oh, this mountain goat, and it sniffs it. Out. Uh, 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 think it. He thinks. He thinks. He thinks it might be your. Oh, that's human. Everybody over here, I found it. Uh, Tom tweets us here, NBC Today Show 810, they are teasing Fortnite aggression, Whoa. must be another slow news day. Oh, God. Whoa. That, uh, that, I, I feel like the news, anytime it is like slow news time, or which I don't know if there's any slow news time anymore, uh, then they just think like, all right, want to do another Fortnite story? All right, we'll do that. Put it on. By the way, speaking of Fortnite, we have to, uh, I think, fill our quota here and play the uh, Fortnite song. Isn't there usually every time, like, there's kind of a slow news time, whether it's 10 or 15 years ago, there's always a game that's out where it's like kids are playing this too much and it's violent. Game danger. It's going to ruin everything, you know? Yeah. Like a few years ago, it was probably Call of Duty, and yeah, it just happens. Before that, Grand Theft Auto. Hey, video danger. games aren't going to make your kids violent. Danger, so danger. Uh, let's worry about other things that are Fortnite. more important than uh, video games. Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite. Uh, let's get to uh, this next story that has to do with Waffle Mix. Happened down in Georgia, right? Mm -hmm. All right? This is a bizarre story that will have you talking. A man accused of stealing 150 pounds of waffle mix wow. is out of jail on bond. Wow. Waffle mix. Peachtree City Police arrested Brandon Nelson earlier this month. Investigators say the suspect stole the waffle mix from his former employer's storage shed on August 31st. And police told us Nelson sold the mix to a stream of buyers. My man was slanging waffle mix. This guy stole 150 pounds of waffle mix. And not only that, but people were ready to buy street waffle mix. Like who buys shady ass? <laughs> Why? What do you put in like Ziplocs? Why like, do you need that much what? waffle mix though? Like, is this guy on a corner? Like, you know, sometimes you'll see people selling, like, roses or something on a corner, like, busy intersection or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this guy standing out there, yeah, with, like, Ziploc bags of waffle mix? The waffle man. How do you get rid of 150 pounds of waffle mix, though? It seems like a lot of waffle mix. Like, you need to have buyers ready. Yeah, like, like a plan. Was this guy calling restaurants and be like, listen, I got a hot 50 pounds of waffle mix. That I need to get out of my hands right now. How do you feel about it? Who you need hell? some waffle mix? Who the hell? About all the things you could steal. I mean, don't steal, but who the hell? That's, takes that's the, your big plan? Takes the time and effort to steal 150 pounds worth of damn waffle mix. That story out of Georgia. Laura tweets us here. Clearly, they had plans to make the world's biggest waffle. Eh, maybe that's what it is. 150 pounds of waffle mix could make one big-ass waffle. My man's moving it on the street, though. By the way, is it even a debate? Or wa Waffles are better than pancakes, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm team waffles. Like, waffles over pancakes. Like, I, I, I don't have a problem with, with pancakes. But if you have to pick. You're taking waffles over pancakes every day, right? Is that even a, an argument? or French toast on top. French toast on top of what? I like, take it to French toast over everything. Okay, so the hierarchy of kind of flat 
kind of fluffy breaded or whatever grainy mm-hmm. uh the hierarchy goes we're going number three pancakes yeah number two waffles yep but then french toast would be number one i would agree with that now listen i know we can get crazy when we talk about different things you could put on waffles and pancakes to make them possibly compete with number one french toast but we're just talking if if it's just regular pancakes waffles french toast with syrup that's that's the ranking right there. Waffles three, I mean uh, pancakes three, waffles two, French toast one. Uh, our buddy Mike tweets us here because we said if we're talking about breakfast rankings of like breaded green food, whatever. Oh, it, what do we got? It goes number three pancakes, number two waffles, uh, number one French toast. He said all trash. Give me a meaty omelet. Or steak and eggs all day. Now listen, this is not it's a not even same category. This, this is not a breakfast power rankings we're doing here. We're just saying if it comes to like you know the the, the flat kind of fluffy, it goes French toast number one, waffles number two, pancakes number three. And if we want to talk about eggs and omelets and steak and stuff, that's a completely different discussion right there. We're strictly going French toast, pancakes and waffles. That's the discussion we're having right now. Scott tweets us here. What about the transition tag uh, for Le'Veon next year? What happens if that comes into play? According to uh, Adam Schefter, the Steelers could actually use the transition tag on Le'Veon Bell after this season. He would then make only $11.3 million for next year, less than the franchise tag they put on him for this year. I just don't see any chance of that happening because if the Steelers try to strong arm Le'Veon like Le'Veon like that for eleven million, he's just not going to play football. No, he won't show up at all. I think no matter what, probably the Steelers and Le'Veon are about done after this season. If he even ends up playing for the Steelers, or if they don't trade him before then, I just don't see. I don't see the Steelers giving him the guaranteed money he wants. And I don't see Le'Veon, you know, accepting like a transition tag or anything like that. Because he's obviously shown that he'll call their bluff and just be like, all right. I mean, like you said in that quote, he's already got like four teams lined up that are probably willing to pay him. You know, nothing official, obviously. Uh, Mike tweets us here. I got in the car today, heard Mikey and Bob talk about flying blindfolded goats addicted to human urine. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, according to a report... Childish Gambino, Justin Timberlake, and Kanye West reportedly will headline Coachella in 2019. That matters to none of us. None of us are going to Coachella. Uh, Kanye West has delayed his album Yandi till November 23rd because according to Kanye, uh, he wants to incorporate new sounds during an extended recording session in Africa. What if it's just animal mating? (sighs) Whoa. What if that, like I mean I was about what to if go, that is the delay I was about to go in and rip on Kanye because I think Kanye did a really crappy thing this weekend because you know when Lil Wayne's Carter Five came out right yeah he said you know I'm dropping Yandi too because I think the world needs Kanye and Lil Wayne and Lil Wayne's gonna beat me Yandi's gonna be number two but the world right now needs Kanye and Lil Wayne and he kind of stole the shine from Lil Wayne's Carter Five. So why do that if you're not going to put it out? Why say, whoa, not just Lil Wayne Carter 5. I'm dropping a new Yandi album this weekend. It's kind of like if you go to a wedding 
see somebody getting married, right? They've been planning this for a while. And then at the reception, you ask your partner to marry you. And then everybody's like, wow, whoa. Oh. And then you're just like, I, th- there was a lot of love in the building, and I feel like we needed more love. So I asked, you know, my partner to marry me. And then, like, towards the end of the reception, you're like, never mind. I think we'll just do this, like, next year or something. That's what Kanye did, the Lil Wayne. It just kind of sucks. Unless animal mating noises are going in. Unless he does have an extensi- uh, extensive collection of African animal mating. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh-huh. Then it's worth it, right? It is very hard to care about what comes out of Kanye West's mouth at this point. Uh, Cardi B facing two misdemeanors after allegedly starting a fight in a New York strip club. Oh, this no. happened at Angel Strip Club in Queens. Oh, no. Uh, apparently, according to TMZ here, Cardi has a long-standing feud with one of the bartenders at the strip club, Jade, uh, from an incident where Jade was stepping in on... Cardi's marriage with Migos rapper Offset. Oh, damn. Migos were performing at the club. Someone threw a drink. Cardi unleashed her crew on Jade and her sister, Batty G. (laughs) What? Again, Cardi, apparently after a drink was thrown, unleashed her crew on Jade and Jade's sister, Batty G. Batty G? They allegedly had uh, an attack with bottles, chairs, and a hookah. Minor injuries for the bartenders. They refused medical assistance. Cardi will likely be charged with two misdemeanors for reckless endangerment and disorderly conduct, but will not be arrested. Oh, God, I got hit with the hookah. Oh, gosh. Pray for Batty G. She got hit with the hookah. So we have now covered that. Little Coachella rumors. Kanye West, Cardi B, and earlier in the show, if you missed it, Blindfolded goats addicted to human urine. It's we the best music. It's Father Assad. Another one. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Hi today, 77 degrees. Gonna be some rain today. Thunderstorms possibly this afternoon in uh in some areas. Could be pretty severe. Uh by the way, baseball's happening. The Rockies are at the Cubs NL wildcard game uh, tonight at 8 p.m. And then, you know, I think nobody really in Pittsburgh cares that much about baseball and have it for a while, even when the Pirates were playing. True. But the A's at the Yankees AL wildcard game is tomorrow. Uh, that is Andrew McCutcheon and Neil Walker, both on the Yankees. So a I chance think, to go. Uh, listen. Hell yeah. I don't really know how many people are paying attention to baseball, but if we are, and I know it kind of sucks because the Yankees are kind of like that weird evil empire thing, but I think you got to be rooting for the Yankees, right? Yeah. By the way, yesterday was the five-year anniversary of the Cueto thing, right, where Cueto dropped the ball in the wild card game and then Russell Martin hit the home run. I did see that, yes. Uh, yes I've said this yes. before on the show. That's literally all we have. All we have is that memory. Cueto dropping the ball. That's it. Like those three years of winning and all the wild card games, the Pirates have nothing to show for that except the Cueto moment. That was it. All those years. Breaking the 20 years of losing, we got nothing to show for it. There's no banners to hang. They never won a division. They never even won a playoff series. All we have is Quito. They should build a damn statue of Cueto dropping the ball because it's all we have from those years. That was the moment. That was it. Cueto dropping the ball. That's what we got. Yeah. We didn't win a World Series? No. no Did no. we win? Did we get to the World Series? No. no Did no. we win a playoff series? No. No. Really, no. nothing happened. We just stopped losing. 
Cueto dropped the ball. It's the only thing that happened from those years. It's the only thing we'll ever take from it. Build a statue. Alexis tweets us here. I can't stop giggling thinking about Kanye West putting out an album with animal mating noises on it now. Huh? Always weird things happening oh. down in uh, Florida. <laughs> Hello! Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes! It happened again. It's, it's another, another Florida story. story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, down to Florida we go. There was an accident. A crash, mm-hmm. not just your regular crash. Mm-hmm. We continue to stay on top of breaking news out of Nassau County, where the driver of a car has been arrested after troopers say he led authorities on a chase right. that ended when he crashed into a livestock trailer. Okay, livestock trailer. There was a chase, this guy, and then he crashed into a livestock trailer. Inside right? that trailer were a bunch of alpacas. Whoa, authorities are whoa, still searching whoa, for the passenger that was in that vehicle. Yes, the alpaca are off. They're about to be taken away. Obviously, this has been a long day for all the people involved in this. And if we look live once again, you can see they're actually being uh, trailed off right now. They're being hauled off right now as we speak. And you can get a look at those alpacas, a closer look, in fact. All right. So somebody crashed into a uh, livestock trailer uh, full of alpacas. And that person is still on the loose. And uh, the alpacas are okay, though. Just crashed into... Uh, by the way, let me get this real quick here. Who's ready for an educational adventure oh, in nature? Real quick. Some wild animals decided to make sweet love and share their beautiful song with the world. It's time for Animal Mating Noises with Mikey and Bob. Share that song. Uh, these are alpaca mating noises. <laughs> Uh, very close to alpacas are llamas. Uh-huh, I really don't yeah, know yeah. the difference. I think we've talked about this before, but let's just hit llama mating noise because they sound kind of the same. It's like the same, right? Yeah, it's really close, yeah. Oh my. Like, in the middle of that, it kind of sounded like a clogged garbage disposal, didn't it? Yeah. Like, when something you're not supposed to put in the garbage disposal goes down there, that's kind of what it sounded like, you know? What's down in the uh, garbage disposal? Just some llama love down there. Furry, furry llama love in the garbage disposal. Uh, Everybody is arguing with me about uh, the breakfast rankings that we put out there. Uh, is it people just not understanding that we're only doing like... Yeah, it is. It is. Basic? That's what it is. Uh, we said pancakes number three, waffles number two, uh, French toast number one. And now people are swooping in, uh, you know, with, with other things like sausages and different eggs. That's not what we're talking about here. We're just talking about like... Keep your sausage to yourself. Uh, what, what, what are we talking about here? Like just, basic breakfast. Yeah, like, like flat. Yeah, basic. Whatever grainy stuff like that. And now people are saying like, well, what about crepes? Well, we're not talking about fillings and different things like that. So we're not putting crepes unless you're an animal and you like just cr- plain crepes with syrup. We're just talking about the flat things you put syrup on, right? Yes. Oh. Yes. That easy. Yeah, Alex tweets is here. No, number one is Eggs Benedict with bacon. Number two is waffles. Number three is Bob Evans sausage. Yeah, you're not understanding what's happening here. 
Yeah, it's Saturday morning. Let me just whip up some eggs Benedict for myself. Uh, now, this is kind of important here, though. Ryan wants to know, are we talking about Belgian waffle, Belgian waffles or Eggo waffles? Because one is number two and one is number four. But I'm not disclosing which until I understand the category more clearly. I was talking like legit waffle maker. I would say I would say more Belgian than Eggo. Like if you had to choose a regular home style Eggo waffle, yeah, or a Belgian waffle, Belgian, which yeah, is yeah. thicker, yeah, right, yeah, and yeah. kind of fluffier, mm-hmm. you're choosing a Belgian waffle. I would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan uh, has responded. I'm sorry to do this. Eggo waffles are maybe the most versatile food on earth. Hot, frozen with syrup, without. As a sandwich, one at a time, it's the clear number two. If you want a Belgian waffle, you can find them at number four and at a Holiday Inn Express nearby. Oh, damn. damn. I didn't. Damn. I did not expect Ryan to unload the clip on us. Ooh. Listen, I agree with Ryan. Eggo waffles are unbelievable. There's yeah. no there's no bad Eggo waffle. No, I'm not hating but on Eggo listen, waffles. I'm not separating Belgian from Eggo because... I think, hold on. You're right, same playing. It's a waffle. Hold it's on. It's a waffle. But hold on. I think some people might need to sit down for this. Because I'm pretty deep in the ego game at my house, right? All right, okay. Like, I get all different kinds of flavors and everything like that. Like Ch- my Chocolate fr- chip, the whole deal? Uh, chocolate yeah. chips are yeah, yeah, very okay, good. Blueberry, right, okay. strawberry. I get the things where it's not even like the circle ego. It's like the oh, sticks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I get very deep in the ego game, right? Mm-hmm. I am about to blow some people's mind here. Ego makes a Belgian style waffle. A toot toot. Toot toot. Hootie hoo. So you can't separate Belgian waffles from ego waffle because what if I hit you with a Belgian ego? Amanda uh, sent us a message here. Have to weigh in on the breakfast discussion. Pamela's pancakes over any French toast or waffles. No contest. Got to go for the Yin's cakes. We're not being that specific. We're not picking out specific pancakes. You you all ruin this. These are simple rules. Listen, just regular French toast is better than regular waffles or regular pancakes. Regular waffles are better than regular pancakes. You can't pick out, like, Pamela's pan. We're not getting that specific. We're just talking generic French toast, generic. You all ruined it. Way to ruin it. Aubrey tweets us here. I know this doesn't fit into the breakfast debate, but you guys were talking about breakfast food. It's making me hungry and made me think of when you uh, were talking about breakfast nacho fantasies. Yeah, remember that? We were talking about, like, why doesn't somebody make breakfast nachos? Uh Uh-huh. What did we use? Was it like was it like waffle fries for the chips, and then I, like I, put yeah. eggs and sausage on it, cheese and oh? I think it was waffle God. fries. Breakfast, oh, oh, breakfast nachos. Breakfast is just the best, right? I could eat breakfast for every meal and would have have no problem with it. There's so many things you can eat. Oh, I love breakfast. It's just eggs and sausage. I want I want the waffle sandwich from get go right now. So do I. I think that might be the best breakfast sandwich in the game. Like I mean, as far as, as far for- as from a place where you're not necessarily going to sit down like fast, quick. It's an all easy. day. It's an all day treat. Get go. Get the chicken and waffles. The waffle sandwich at get go. 
Amazing. You can get chicken strips and waffles, so it's like chicken and waffles. I get chicken sausage. Chicken sausage on a waffle sandwich? Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so hungry So good. What's happening? Uh, Christy sent us a tweet here. Uh, Apparently, today is National Name Your Car Day. All right, here we go. Oh, God. Uh, Is it? Uh, yeah, it says here, uh, today is national name your car day. We always uh, laugh at how stupid we have become as a society. And we have all these stupid national days now that make no sense. Nobody even knows where the hell they come from. Like who started national name your car day. According to a survey by the GM by power card. Don't know what that is. 42% of Americans name their vehicles. What sort of psychopaths are you i i think that's a good estimate though i believe that 42 percent of the entire country is psychopaths that's a that's a, a legit good number and is sign number one naming the vehicle yep you don't name your car do you have no, you ever I've named never... a vehicle before no no is that something maybe women do more than men because I'm pretty sure my mom names her vehicles. Maybe. Maybe it's a woman. I don't know. I really don't know. I've never named a vehicle. Uh, nearly 75% of the people who name their cars say that naming their cars makes their bond with the vehicle that much stronger. I uh, just... You're, that's crazy. Who wants to have a better bond with your car? It's like having a better bond. Do you name your refrigerator? You want to have a better bond with your refrigerator? I really... Uh, your door? You want to have a better bond with your door? You name your door? This is. You want to have a better bond with your toilet? You name your toilet? Why do people name their cars? I want to have a better bond with my car. That doesn't even make sense. All right, get naked. Rub yourself on your car. You'll get yeah. a better bond there. No, public. no names need to be exchanged here. Invite the news. Uh, by the way, if you're looking for a car to rub your naked body on to have a better bond, barrel Chevy! <laughs> Perry Highway in Wexford. Go Seamless. See, go Seamless see, transition. Go see General Manager Jerry Raymond. <laughs> he will make you the deal at Barrel Chevy. They got their Oktoberfest going on right now. And listen, you can name your car whatever you want. Jerry Raymond doesn't care. I mean, He's not, Jerry Raymond's not going to judge you. If you want to rub yourself naked on a car, though, wait till you buy the car and leave the barrel yeah, Chevy. off the uh, lot. lot. Take off, it off the lot, that's you a, that's monster. A, that's an off-lot thing right there. That's an off-lot thing. No naked on the lot. Barrel Chevy! Shape of you. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It's the uh, morning freak show. Uh, Waffleonia. And Squirrel Hill in Oakland is tweeting us about uh, Belgian... I mean, just enough with the tough talk waffle place. Uh, Belgian waffles. They're saying you guys need to try real Belgian okay, waffles. Okay, mail them to me. They're doughy with special sugar that caramelizes them when cooked. They're called... I don't need you to come up le- here. Don't take this tourist to you. I'll bring a waffle. Just mail me some waffles <laughs> and stop teasing me with them. They're called liege waffles? All right, so is that what we're... Mail us waffles? I mean, they just keep tweeting us about their waffles. Enough! I gotta taste them, damn it. Damn waffles. <laughs> here in damn studio, no damn... Here, you're sitting here. Tweet me about waffles! Stop tweeting! Put them in a box and mail them to me! 
I gotta bring him up there and I'll make a little plate for you guys. No! Listen. I, whatever waffle rage you're channeling right now, I need you like that <laughs> like once or twice a show. Whatever wa whatever box box off the waffles and mail me waffles rage you have in you right now, whatever that is inside you that you're experiencing right now, I need that bob once or twice a show. That's nothing I can just pull out. That was inspired. Charlie tweets here, I have a Nissan Xterra named Terra. All right. Uh, we were saying that people who name their uh, vehicles are psychopaths. Ryan tweets us you here. You said that. I would never say such a thing. Okay. Ryan tweets here, uh, he's got a Jeep named Stretch. He says, it's a big thing in the Jeep world. And then put the hashtag... Oh gosh, I might I might as well just go home for the day. What we got? He yeah. hit me with the hashtag. Oh jeez. Oh, oh, watch out. It's a Jeep thing. Oh, you wouldn't understand. Damn. Oh damn. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Woo! Dunked on by a Jeep whoa, owner. Whoa. <laughs> you used to drive a Jeep. Did you name your uh did you name your Jeep when you had a Jeep? No. Like, I know Jeep people, like, love their Jeeps, and that's a, you know, they get all crazy. It's a Jeep thing. No, I, no. Well, I guess you had a I Jeep. I was never cool enough. But you didn't understand what it was like to have a Jeep. It's a Jeep thing. You wouldn't understand. I mean, damn it, I want a box of waffles. I mean, I had a Jeep. I have no clue what that stretch thing means. I don't know. I don't care. They named his if Jeep. If I'm being honest, I don't care. All right, well, there's nothing wrong with naming your vehicle. You can waffles, you man. can name your vehicles. You're just a psychopath. Uh, freak show question of the day before we get out of here today. Uh, this will be with Tall Kathy right around 5.30. Uh, we give you the question and answer to end every show. You listen to Kathy around 5.30, and uh, then you can win something. Prize tickets. I don't know what it is. Uh, waffles! It's not waffles. Question of the day today. How did a Florida granny scare away a naked man? How did a Florida granny scare away a naked man? The answer, uh, she took her teeth out. Grandma, no teeth. Grandma, no teeth. Grandma, no teeth. <laughs> such a good one. Grandma, no teeth. Uh, so she took her teeth out. Grandma, no teeth. Scaring away a naked man. John tweets us here. Uh, Mikey, how long did you hold out from farting in your new car when you got one? I think I have a, I got a new car like probably over a year ago now. It was pretty impressive. I think I went like three months. It might have been three weeks. It's a lot of restraint. No, I don't remember. You but, hurt, hurt yourself holding it in. Well, my daughter ruined it. My daughter Addison ended up ruining it by accident. And then once the seal's broken, it's a free-for-all. It's a Jeep thing. You wouldn't understand. Mm -mm. Whoa. All right. Bye. HD Pittsburgh. Let's go. This is on air with Ryan Seacrest. Got logic coming over to play.